want to address that in my. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say that's exactly no, what I want to address in my next post, which is um, the other day I was observing some skateboarders practice skateboarding at this elementary school, and it was amazing just the collaboration and feedback and coaching that was happening, and they're all like really younger kids, and what was interesting about that process was the the issue with having so much autonomy when it comes to understanding a theorem, for example, or understanding some STEM concept is so much of that is hidden and so much of that is done on our own. So it's like, we, we actually do have a ton of autonomy in, in that regard. And I think that's why conquering college was birth, but um, so yeah, there's a lot there. Isn't it, isn't it incredible once you, at one point, my brother played soccer at a really high level and I always kind of wanted to play with him. And at one point in grad school, I was conscious of these ideas and I went to go play with him and I realized all, all success, everything, anytime that somebody's good at something, it goes back to these principles. Like I leverage, I understood these principles in my math career, but I was able to translate because I had, a, I could actually talk about the skills that I was using. I could translate that onto a soccer field and use the, the metacognitive processes to play with college athletes. I trained for like three months. I wasn't great. Like, obviously I didn't, I couldn't, you can't do in three months what a college athlete would do in like 15 years of training, right? But you could fake it. And like, that, like that's, a, that's a question that I would have you. Isn't it amazing that you're watching young skateboarders, the same shit you're doing in your, in your CS classes, these guys are doing on the board. It's like, yeah, and that's, yeah. That's the that's the goal of conquering college, right? Is to show the how. It's to, like one identify the principles underneath, so you had a, so you have a, a consciousness of the principles happening. So, what is deliberate practice? How does it relate to myelination of nerve nerve fibers in the brain? Why is that important? How does it work? And then once you have the principles there, relate practices that like so many of my practices. So for example, Steve, like I have like 15 things I want to tell you about developing projects, literally, because for the last 15 years, I've been working on that. And I could tell you in, in like 10, 15 minutes and you'd get, you already got the idea last week, right? Those, those practices took me years of failure. Whereas like it, for somebody that's activated for somebody that's ignited, I would call you ignited using Daniel Coyle's words, right? You have the ignition. So you recognize like th there's a part of your brain that is actively asking like, how do I manage time? And now all of a sudden a practice comes in that, that represents 10 years of failure, right? And so you can say like, oh my God, that practice solves my problem. Let me try it out for a bit. And it literally like, you don't have to fail in order to benefit from the failure, right? Yeah. And that's, that's really the vision of the learning code that if you expose people and get them conscious of the learning principles so that they understand what's happening in their brain and then also give them access to a bunch of really high powered principle practices that align with the principles so that they're conscious of what's happening underneath. Literally, you're showing them how to do deliberate practice in the CS classes or in the math classes so that they're not having to generate that on their own which means you have like the idea is it gives them a template to start with rather than like right now, the way that the, our system works is the only way that they, that a lot of students get updates is when they fail. 
but how many students actually have the, the, the wherewithal to repeatedly fail enough to design the systems, right? Yeah, not a lot. Yeah, so anyways, let me uh, shut up on that. So did we, uh, so let me ask you this. So synopsis, give me, give me a synopsis of what you just heard from the standpoint of your. Uh, okay. Oh, every time you tell me things, I just think of it in like sports terminology, I guess. Um, so I guess like what you're saying is kind of just like that, like why it's important for NBA teams, like even though they might not play veteran players as often, they do have them because, or they have some of them because like they have to teach the rookies like what it's like, even if it's not related to basketball, just like on travel, nutrition, dieting, like financial management, like they, because they probably made the mistakes themselves. Um, and so the rookies don't necessarily have to make all those mistakes, like if they can get it from someone else, they could kind of skip that gap. So, I mean, that's, that's what I got. Yeah. Steve, remember when you're drafting the what, why, how for um, Steve learning math or Steven's school blog post? Yeah. Do you remember how many times I said the how component is conquering college and we should expand on the how as we get better at doing that type of documentation? Yeah. Because that's, that's exactly that, right? So when I think about our TLC posts versus our more technical posts that are related to the subjects that we're studying, um, if we're serious about bringing our peers up and with us as we get guidance from Jeff, an immediate way to help them is to show the how through some of that documentation about our processes, right? It doesn't have to be blog form. I mean, I, it can be through conversation, but there's something about having it documented where it could be <laughs> accessed where others, I mean, we don't have infinite hours in a day, right? Well, so I think it's interesting, like if, I mean, if we can have the opportunity to even apply it to things that aren't specifically on what we covered, like say like skateboarding or some random passion that you have, because I think that's also, I could act as a hook for just learning in general. Yeah, I've had so many conversations with Jeff on how he approaches math or witnessing how he approaches math has helped me in so many other areas in my life. Whether it was, it started at Nordstrom's, I was like, hey, the way I, I don't know, treat my customers or talk to my customers is related to how you talk about math <laughs> or, or how I learn how to prepare produce at In-N-Out is, is similar to the way that you approach deriving from first principles. It's, yeah. It's, oh, it's crazy once that happens, right? Like, the, 